Hello, beautiful people. It is me. It is Ryan. Welcome to another episode of Ryan Out Loud. Thank you guys for always sharing all your support, all your love. I agree. I appreciate it so much. Like you have no idea. I'm not going to hold you long. Ryan has been busy. Okay. New career, uh, new career field, new, new job. All of that is loading. Very excited. Um, I'll talk more about that probably next week, maybe on next week's episode. But today, also, I want to say thank you to Julian, Julian J. Walker, who was on the show last week. Shout out to him, the triple A, the actor, activist, and author. I said that backwards, but Shout out to him and all that he's doing and I, and even the music. He has music coming. We're going to get him back on the show. He's going to come back and when his music is released and ready for the world. I can't wait to hear it, to hear what he with his message. You know, all of that good stuff. Moby Fest, which I will be attending. I am going to New York to go to Moby Fest because I'm, oh, I can't wait. Cannot wait. So shout out to Julian that amazing episode. That was one of my favorites, favorite, favorite episodes I recorded. The energy was there. It was, oh, it was beautiful. Moving forward today on this episode, this edition of Ryan Out Loud, y'all, we have my favorite, one of my favorites on the timeline, Twitter timeline, social media period in general, the talented, the amazing Taylor Gray, y'all. We have Taylor Gray on the show. We are talking about his new single, to you, a summer bop. I love it. When I'm playing in the car, sunroof open, it is a vibe. It is an absolute vibe. And that's the song you're about to hear next. But after the song plays, we're the next voice, in addition to mine, you're going to hear is Taylor Gray. So I'm not going to hold y'all any longer. Let's get into it. And here, and here is To You by Taylor Gray. Right here on Ryan Out Loud. Cali was the mission. My life was like so I bought a plane ticket and I never looked back at the life I was living. But then you happened. Something about your energy, it kept me on track. You supported my dreams. Even though you hated all the bougie Hollywood things, you came right beside me. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Ryan Out Loud. You, we are, look, here, I'm fumbling my words because I'm excited. I The song you just heard, you just heard to you, um, and that is by my special guest, the Taylor Gray. What's Hi, up? Taylor. Hey, Ryan, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. You know, got my coffee. I'm here. I I'm see. ready. <laughs> You're in, what part? Of, are you in Hollywood? Are you in Hollywood? I'm like near Hollywood. I'm in West Hollywood, technically. I'm like right between the two. So <laughs> whatever okay. you want to call it. Okay. Okay. So I'm in, I'm in Pittsburgh here and I appreciate this, you know, cause the timing I was sitting there when I was sitting <laughs> on the interview, cause we planned this y'all, we planned this what? A month ago or so. A month ago. And <laughs> time, cause I was like, I'm one that like, I'll, I'll hit people up and like, okay, I want to do this. Da, 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 da. And I never set a time, uh, an interview so you were like the one interview that I set that was just like okay mm-hmm. I kept like, every day it was like it's not this weekend right it's next weekend <laughs> and I'm like I need an assistant I'm just gonna manifest that because I need to I I'm horrible with trying to jump <laughs> I'll forget no I feel you I feel you I was just like I need to, I need some kind of like schedule for my stuff I never schedule my things either and so I'm trying to be more diligent about that starting okay. now so 
you were, you know, the first. <laughs> I'm excited. So let's, we're going to get deep into your new single. Congratulations on to you, first of all. Thank you. Appreciate it. How, yeah, I know you are an artist. You're sensitive. Not, I'm saying you're sensitive, but you know how Beyonce is. No, I'm very sensitive. I'm, no, as sensitive <laughs> about some shit. So how does that yeah. have that out in the world? How long were you sitting on, on this one? Oh, my God. I mean, it took about a year plus from when I started writing, you know, the demo and then started to record it. And then, you know, obviously, when you start recording the song, you come back to it and you want to add things or take away things and just kind of keep building upon it. So it's been a year plus that I worked on this song. Um, I originally think I knew that I did know that I wanted this to be the first a glimpse of my project coming up. So I kind of had that in my head already. And so um, now that it's finally out, it's more so um, just a nervousness, but also like an acceptance of it is what it is. Um, I think that uh, it's really easy to get caught up in like the first day of everything and think that like it's going to die. The song's going to die because everything moves so fast. So <clears throat> for me, it's about not letting things die and kind of refusing to let a song like leave people's minds. Like I have to be diligent. I have to keep it going like no this song is going to be here a while i have things planned for this thing don't sleep on me if you didn't get to hear it yet you're going to hear it soon because i'm going to build that kind of hype so here we are <laughs> all right and listen i like i said we're going to deep dive because i have a deeper question but it's because we just heard the song <laughs> that's why i was just like you know let me just start off with the question about to you so yeah yeah so perfect in this time like you know the summer is approaching you mm -hmm honestly in my opinion you make summer bops summer bops yes like you make feel good summer music to me like <laughs> it's just your your voice and then when I hear it I think I it gives me LA I've never and can I be honest I've never been but it gives me LA mm -hmm. vibes. it gives me you know wow like, yeah and yeah. that's wild to me because I, I I'd only been to California once before I even moved here in 2020 oh, so You've only been out there. Where are you from? Yeah, Where I'm from from? Indiana. I'm from Indianapolis. I'm a Midwestern boy. Okay. Um, but you know, I think what it is is I grew up. I was born in '93, and so I grew up in like the the TRL kind of thing. So I grew up on like Usher, Britney, yeah. Janet. You know, and, that's what and you, so you mean that the summer, that, that the MTV too. Spring Break kind of thing. That was what I really loved. I loved those like Spring Breaks uh, concerts on MTV. I loved watching video music videos, and so. I think that I carry that when I make my no, music. And that's <laughs> perfect how you just described that because that's exactly what I'm going what I was thinking when you, you know, <laughs> like two thousand and then this <clears throat> like, yeah, that's yeah, that's perfect. Because it's not it's not like um a lot of artists aren't doing that. I think oh. um I'm not a what I don't want to because I get moody. So I like moody. <laughs> too but um everybody's stuck in that and quote, quote me like there's a mm -hmm. what is the term for that like the the, the vibes the vibe. vibey like yeah. stream of consciousness yeah like you know and it's it's we need that you know like we need mm -hmm. that brightness that that feel good you know so <laughs> thank you Taylor I want to just you know we followed each other on we follow each other on social media Mm -hmm. and I just want to commit like I just want to give you your flowers right um watching you in this transformation this year of just growth you've been going through um 
it's amazing to witness. I don't know you personally, but I always call my mutuals. I call, you know, call you my friend. Yeah, so yeah of course. I, I am proud of you, okay? You've been Thank in you. this amazing transformation for like, what has it been, a, a year? Um, a little... uh, depends on what we're referring to. Uh... <laughs> right? Like you've yeah. like, and I, and I, if you feel uncomfortable, we'll stop. No, it's fine. It's fine. We can talk about it. You just you're taking control of your you're taking back the control of your life and yes that wrong you know what i'm trying to <laughs> i can't get my words i'm excitedly nervous so i'm like no it's okay don't be nervous you know don't my um, words so taking that part of your life back and just mm -hmm. how do you how was that what was that moment like for you when you're like okay this is something i have to get serious about you know, I think that for me and from what I've researched, because I'm involved with a lot of like um, sobriety forums and I have a couple of close friends that I, I talk to personally um, <clears throat> about it. Um, it's a lot of you kind of have to get to that place yourself. So sometimes you kind of for me, I um, thought I was like ready to stop, but I really wasn't. Um, I would convince myself that, you know, I'm fine. I don't need to stop drinking right now, and, um, you know. I would just kind of fall back into it. And every single time I would have moments that I regretted or do things that I regretted, I would be lazier. I would be, you know, more anxious. Oh my God, the anxiety of it was just the worst part. You know, I was, I got to a place where I couldn't function, you know, around people and like um, leaving the house, you know, without drinking. And so I'd show up to the party already having drunk a lot with, but nobody knew because I had gotten so accustomed to drinking that, I was really good at hiding it as well. But I think that when I saw, when I realized I'd been here for over a year and nothing had changed about my, my status about music and I had been here for music, I moved here for music and to see, and, you know, comparison is the thief of joy. It's a real, it really is, but it's also, you know, right there in front of your face and to see like peers of mine, you know, taking charge of their life and still continuing to grow it's not that I didn't want them to grow. I wanted to grow with them. And so I didn't want to fall back and fall behind. And so I knew that something needed to change. And unfortunately, a string of negative events happened where I just, it was like kind of literally like hit me that I needed to stop. And so I, I stopped um, and then started again and stopped. And then I stopped for good. And that was in January of this year. That was Jane. Okay. So that was recent. Okay. Okay. I keep. Yeah. Thinking. But it's been a hundred and some days. I hit the hundred day mark a while ago. So that was good. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. No, that's amazing. Congratulations. And like, and also like in watching you, watching your journey, I saw you say you, you did voice lessons, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm taking voice lessons. Um, cause I just really went all in with everything. I, I really, basically I've put myself in the mental headspace where I want to reset the clock and go back to where I last had my shit together and like just kind of like start from there again you know what I mean when I had everything going for me and when I was like in an optimistic place and I was taking care of my mental health and so when I stopped drinking I got right back into therapy I sought out voice lessons and started taking those and so from there I've just been building upon that and uh, my voice coach is really a friend of mine now and he's uh, his name is Amir Kelly he's in his 20s he's great and he's um he studied um, contemporary pop music. He studied opera. He studied all these kinds of things. And um, he's been a really good support system for me as well um, throughout this process. And so it's been really great for me to just kind of, like I said, build upon where I was, you know, a few years back. 
now when you now to you was it you said you've been sitting on it for about a year right yes you're, yes, yes you're recording this you recorded it when you finalize it is this after your voice lessons or you because you just started voice your vo vocal lessons and <laughs> yeah so most of to most of to you is um pre voice lessons um but there are some there's some small pieces like um the ad libs and the final hook are after say, <laughs> I, I hear the I hear the growth and that's why I'm I'm asking like from from that transition from wait for you or wait that's it wait for it yeah <laughs> I'm gonna get it together wait for it <laughs> to you yes. I hear your growth I hear that I hear a vocal change in a good way yeah thank you um, I think part of it's uh, mental as well. Um, I knew it to you that it was going to be kicking off something new. And so I put a lot of effort into it despite my circumstances. Um, and so to put a lot of effort into recording a song, I mean, um, when you're a singer, you do have to do a lot more work in order to make a song happen. You have to rest your, you have to make sure you're getting enough sleep, drinking enough water, not eating the right, like not eating certain foods that could contribute to basically more mucus production in your throat yeah. and um stress you know you have to make sure your stress levels are low and you have to warm up you have to do all of these things to make sure your voice is intact and so when I went into the booth for to you I definitely went in there with um a on a mission so despite my circumstances I gave it the best that I had but I do think that if I was to start recording to you now it would be even better you sound amazing either way <laughs> thank you i really appreciate that because i'm very very um i think my voice is something that i'm insecure about to this day you know i didn't grow up being i didn't grow up singing so uh, i didn't grow up in like the church singing or anything like that i grew up catholic so um my voice was something that i kept to myself um i just sang along to babyface and tevin campbell and these things at home alone um with the, I would usually vacuum, so I had an excuse to sing a little louder, if, so I wouldn't be heard. That was really like how shy I was. Yeah, I was that shy. And so, <laughs> you know, growing up um, and getting into high school choir and whatnot was when I started singing, and I never felt confident in my voice because there was always I was so used to being good at things and only doing things I was good at that um, when people were better than me at something, I just assumed I was bad, and so instead of doing it like instead of thinking of it like that I've just tried to you know always get better and just trying to find satisfaction in how I sound at a certain stage and so just that's where I'm at <laughs> understood understood do you remember your so you being in high school do you remember your first the first song like that song it was your solo like your first solo. yeah I have it on video I can probably send it to you um I was a junior in high school I sang love by music soul child okay right Am ambitious right you know because oh, i got that little oh. you know i grew up on on r&b you know i'm 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 half black i mean and black music is like me and my dad's like connection we've always been a that's where we really like bonded yeah and so he taught me like confunction and he taught me like debarge and luther vandross and anita baker and shaka khan and so like i grew up listening to heavy heavy vocals but my voice is naturally more of like a pop soul thing so it's kind of interesting how I have this like uh, I hate to say like Backstreet Boys kind of sound to my voice but I always wanted to sound like Tevin Campbell like Tevin Campbell was really who I always wanted to sound like but you know just never could uh, <laughs> so you know what I will say <laughs> in uh drunk karaoke I think I do sound like Tevin Campbell 
Listen, drunk karaoke will really pull it out of you too. You be hitting those. Especially never you when could. that bridge comes on, it's like, oh yeah. No, I thought you know, I that oh girl, mm-hmm. like, tell me I couldn't hit that for like. Uh. Oof! Oh my gosh, man! It, it, solos. I remember my first solo in second grade. It was uh, "Impossible" by Whitney from Whitney. Well, oh yeah, Cinderella. <clears throat> Um, my music teacher Impossible. Like, yeah for playing yeah that was oh my god that was like uh it, it's, let me it's, find out you got vocals I sing let me let me hold this part okay mm-hmm. I'm just not I, I and this is a part I was going to actually text you about because <laughs> I was like and this is months ago I was going to text you and I saw you tweet about you know you're you know going to voice lessons and I'm like okay I know I can sing but I don't have like I think of uh, who artists who I see on it. Like you know who's a phenomenal artist, and I can't wait for his project as well um, on Twitter. Saint Smith. Smith. Um, oh, Smitty, Smitty, Smitty. That's a that's my friend. Um, yeah, I think he's gonna do great. I want to work with him so bad, man. Like for real. Voice is just like sickening. Butter. It's butter. Move butter, and it's like I he did a one of them challenges. I can't, oh my god, I can't remember which one it was and and i love that he sticks to like and I, I love that he's very proudly a baritone like he's not like trying to like over overdo it or like push his voice and like he's just doing what he's good at like it's so skilled that like Ooh, you have to try to even be like at that level of comfortability he's at <laughs> he's one of my favorite voices that i you know when i hear on the uh when i see him on the timeline or you know when he released this song last year i'm like ah. Oh. Um, but I always say, you know, I'm like, I've never been one of those like runs, you know, hit a run. I could just, you know, I have a deep voice, so it would just come deep. But I'm mm-hmm. like, I thought about it. I was like, maybe, you know, do voice lessons, maybe and see what you can do. Cause I always say when I was younger, it was like, I should have, if I wish I'd have tapped into that sooner, younger, and then it'd have been a little bit more established, mm-hmm. you know. So I was definitely going to ask you about that on a on a on a sidebar side note. Oh yeah, and voice lessons will te- like it tests the hell out of you. Um, like you know, your voice is a muscle, so it, you can come in one week and like you're just doing such great work and making great progress, and then the next week, like let you find out you have like an out al- like some allergies going on that day, and you're like limited, and so it's almost as if you backtracked. But really, you're not backtracking. You're still just adjusting and learning how to you know, sing in any circumstance, in any condition healthily, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so it's, it, it definitely tests you mentally. I mean, Amir puts me through it. He has me doing intense breathing exercises and having me like practice, like, like kind of like see how long I can breathe out. Um, you know, I, when I started, I think I was 45 seconds. I've doubled that since I started, okay. you know, so that like my breath control is a lot stronger and more steady, you know, like it's little things like that, but it's a lot of work. <laughs> I, yeah, that, that sounds, that's why I'm like, am I, am I, do I, it though. I'm, do it's it. something I'm going to look into. Cause I'm like, ah, I would love to just get in the studio one time and just yeah. record a song. Not really you know you should experience i did record a song but it i gotta fix it it's got a, <laughs> a lot of fixing and voice lessons need to be had and done so but anyway it's not about me this is the taylor gray interview <laughs> no it's fine it's not about me today um backtracking you saying you know you growing up listening to uh you know like the heavy the r&b like deep in your heavy R&B. hitters yes question because like in addition to you being a singer songwriter you have flavor waves Mm -hmm. and 
just briefly just tell the tell the Rhino Loud listeners about Flavor Waves because I it's literally one of my like I love you've put me on to so much so many new artists or artists oh, that really? I've been <laughs> I'm like I'm scrolling I'm like I don't know so just <laughs> okay so to, to summarize um and then i'll maybe get into like how i started why i started doing it so flavor waves is a playlist that i curate on apple music and spotify um i try to keep it around 100 songs that rotate in and out slowly over time so like if a song makes the playlist it'll be up there for a couple months but it goes lower until it's finally dropped off um to make way for new music but it's r&b music there's trap soul um, contemporary r&b neo soul hip pop um even a little bit of like house um, flavors because, you know, black people did create house music, let's be honest. Um, so I try to keep it black centered slash R&B centered, but you'll get a little bit of everything in there. Um, and so it's just kind of my like contrib contribution to um, music in terms of, I have always been that person that I'm always, I hear a song and like, I'm so moved. I want to tell everyone about it. So instead of bothering people through text message and group chats, I created this playlist and anyone that gives a shit about what I'm listening to can hear it. Oh, and I, I put a lot of work into it. I, very, I, I focus on it, on the sequencing. I focus on making sure it sounds good all together. Oh, and then I highlight all the artists, like big and small. So like Summer Walker drops. Yes, I'm going to highlight Summer Walker. Um, but it doesn't mean that she's guaranteed to make the playlist. Um, let's like, this is hypothetical. Let's say I don't really care for the project. And I think that it's not really giving anything new or that people might be bored or that doesn't fit. It's not going on there. You know, just because she's Summer Walker, I'd much rather put on someone like um, Juwan.mp3, who's like a rising artist mm -hmm. who puts out amazing music yes, and uh, slap him on there first, you know, yeah. so I try to, I put it, I make it an even playing field that's not controlled by industry politics, basically. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. And I, it, I'm, I, and I notice because like when I'll go to your, go to the playlist and it updates and I'm like, okay, okay. He updated it. Like that <laughs> I'm actually awesome. updating it after this interview too. So. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I'll stay posted because it's like, you know, people always say, oh, Ryan, you have such amazing taste in music. And I'm like, thank you. I love that about me, but I don't, the curating a playlist part. Mm -hmm. um, I do have playlists on my Apple music, but it's more curated for me <laughs> than for yeah you know like yeah you know for people and i'm like because i have no flow it's just how my brain mm -hmm. is scattered my life yeah. is scattered so that's represent and i mean mm -hmm. that in the most like in a good way complicated good way but so that represents that but how like for you like when you hear a song you're like you hear pressure you you pressure and you think oh i don't know i don't even know what even song would flow after pressure i don't know but like you and the fact that i can immediately i immediately thought of tone stitz pressure before i realized you're probably talking about ari lennox's pressure yes. <laughs> which both were on the playlist <laughs> yes that yeah so like that transition is just like how well i try not to okay, so, cura you know curating so, a playlist so how this I can all, do better. <laughs> this all goes back to, again, like how you how I grew up, you know, the specific era I grew up. So like, you know, I told you I grew up in the TRL era. But, you know, what came a little bit after that was the mixtape era, the mixed CDs yeah, era, yeah. you know, burning CDs. I mean, like 
when I grew up, you know, there was that that time where like CDs were expensive, and so you know, motherfuckers was uh, even my parents, you know, we was burning CDs. Literally, you know, we my best buy, friend we weren't buying it anymore. So my best friend would burn CDs in our we're in our small in our hometown, and literally, she used to make a killing off of getting you know, mm-hmm. like go see Monique for the CDs. I like literally. Oh, see, I should have done that, but I always did it for myself. So the very first CD I did actually was in 2010. I made a summer 2010 playlist this was the summer after my junior year of high school and I was this was I feel like my first like coming of age kind of year you know um so I had just all the songs that made me feel good that summer so like I had Guilty by Usher off of his Raymond versus Raymond Dream Lover by Mariah Carey uh Your Love Nicki Minaj like anything that was moving me at the time and so I got into sequencing um songs so that it sounded good in a row so I could bump it in my car and I wouldn't have to keep moving it around Um, yeah 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 yeah. yeah. and so for me what I look for is when I move that like transferring that to Flavor Waves now and I have 100 songs to control um I try not to stick to the same sound for too long so if I go for a slow moment I try to kind of stick it out through a little bit of slow songs and just um make sure that it flows in a way that kind of feels complete and then I can throw in a song to kind of pick up the pace that doesn't feel like it's fucking up the flow so sometimes certain songs have a long outro that's a little bit more gritty or a little bit more um moody and so I'm like okay this is my time to like throw in a black track or like this is my time to throw in like Ryan Trey or something that's a little bit more or uh you know Eric Bellinger something that's gonna you know kind of pick up the pace but also kind of flow along with it because the elements musically are the same you know um so that's kind of how I do it so like I don't like to do ballads I don't like to do ballad 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 I don't like to do um you know like grunge 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 I like it to ebb and flow and move you know so that you can kind of give every song a fighting chance to be heard but also sound like it's meant to be there understood yeah (laughs) so we got off track but continue telling me flavor you know like what flavor you know going from the playlist and how you just update and just keep the flow yeah we were talking about the playlist (laughs) flavor waves yeah i mean flavor waves to me is an entity i already have the llc for it um i want to actually um trademark flavor waves as well because to me this is like i said this is like my baby this is me aside from an artist kind of putting on an industry hat and kind of thinking how do i you know, listen to music? How do I consume music? And how do I want to kind of preserve what makes R&B so goddamn beautiful? And so for me, it's like, I keep track of all the releases, anything that I see on my TL, on Instagram, on Twitter, on um, any, any social medium, if anyone retweets something, if there's a promoted ad on Instagram that sounds great, I don't even know who the artist is. I put it in my notes. I put it with the release date, the artist, the title, if it's an EP, an album, a deluxe album, what a single, whatever. And I put the album artwork with it so that I can account for it. And when it's time to release or when it's that when it does release, I'm able to actually listen to it, consume it. I always listen to things twice because I don't think you get a fair, you give songs a fair shot listening to it once. And then I see does it have a place here you know does this fit with the with the season of the year you know right now it's springtime so i'm push i'm pushing a little bit more of an up-tempo um vibe um if it's a little too slow or too long it's not great for a playlist but maybe you know i'll reach out to the artist and say hey you know send me more stuff you know because maybe there'll be a place for you in the future you know things like that i just like i said i try to give everybody a fighting chance and when i put a song on the playlist, I say, where does it fit? You know, and I, I, I 
treat it like a puzzle. I put it in different places. I try to put it towards the top if I can. If it doesn't fit towards the top, I just get as close as I can where it just sounds really good and really smooth. Um, and I count how many songs I added and take off that many songs that I added, depending on what's been on the longest, what's kind of sounding a little old, you know, because sometimes songs get played out a little bit. You just yeah. got to shuffle it out, you know? Um, and there's songs that I'm stubborn about and I keep them on for like four months. I'm like, okay, Taylor, like that's way too long. Like take it off. Listening to you, how you have that, like how your brain just works when it comes to that, you, that's a curator right there. Okay. Y'all like, this is <laughs> how do you, what do you, do you use? What do you, I have to see me I to do that, to be like, to have that mind, mm-hmm. I have to write things down. Like I would literally have to write things down. It's like, thank God. For it becomes, it becomes a, it becomes a process. It's like when you have a job, you know, and you, at first you have a lot of notes to like the steps to do this on the computer program. But after a while you do it so many times that it's, well, yeah. it's second nature. So for me, I know that, okay, it's, you know, it's Friday, which means that all these songs drop. Let me go through my release radar. Let me listen to all these albums. Let me do all this. Let me heart the songs that I really like. Let me figure out which ones go on the playlist. Now let me sequence it. Now let me, you know, it's just, it's a whole order. It's a whole process that is second nature to me. I'm even at the point where I can like get, come back to it later. So like last night I was able to listen to Sergio's album twice because I hadn't gotten a chance to listen to it. And I was able to listen to Gibeon's new track, but you know, I still need to listen to Genevieve's deluxe tracks and I still need to listen to um, Tink's new song. So like, you know, I can come back to that and know exactly where I'm at in the process so that I can wrap it up. You know, it's, it's just second nature to me at this now point. Second, yeah. <laughs> yeah second, wow. That's, that is so before I get back to, I have a question about your thoughts on R and B today. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always joke. I say it's three times. Like, so when music, I have to like, it takes me three listens for when a new song drops. So I always think, cause I try to wait up, like, you know, wait, wait for when the release, you know, all the songs, artists or whatever drops that first like hour 12 a.m you know 12 a.m but my brain's like I'm trying to wind down I'm usually in bed and I'm trying to like you know wind down for the day and then there's the second time when I play it in the during the day and I'm like okay but then the third and final round is in the car (laughs) that you know like it's always that's it and that's when I'm like okay but when I played to uh to you get my titles confused today when I play to you <laughs> I connected right to my home pod because usually like when I listen to music mm-hmm. I put my airpods in or you Me know too. Like, okay but no I was like I need to hear some I need to hear this with some bass because in my head I I knew I was like I was like Taylor's gonna give us a summer bot with a little like you know like I can just you know <laughs> and I listened to it and I was like yep yeah, it's a, and that's interesting that you think of it that way because to me, I think that to you is a little bit more moody, almost it, no. wintery. It's, but it has that. But it's like I'm like, and I'm like listening to the lyrics, and when I listen to the lyrics, I'm like, okay, it's you know listening to the lyrics, but I still feel that I still like that's how I feel about yeah. Spiral Season, JoJo Spiral Spiral. Oh my gosh, don't get me started. That's my song. Okay, listening to Spiral <laughs> Season, and I'm like, because I play it when I'm like on my way to something, and I'm like, usually, and I'm like the girl's talking about spiraling out of control and it's like and it's making me like you know i it's crazy. she definitely was channeling some mariah because you know mariah is all about the the i'm gonna give you a bop but if you listen it's really sad kind of yes. vibes yes and i'm like you know get my brain together like are you really crazy <laughs> you're really crazy so 
rounding that all out to say <laughs> your thoughts on what is missing from today's R&B? Like, uh, you see, okay, you know, these are those kind of uh, questions where it's like, my opinion is my is just that my opinion. But so let me preface it. Hold, before because, you, I don't want to cut you off because I just want to say, <laughs> Ryan Out Loud is a is a safe space in all aspects. Everybody's opinion. Technically, but a listener could catch a soundbite and That's be like, true. bitch, at yeah. Tay Gray Official. Don't you fucking put R&B, keep R&B's name out of your mouth, you mulatto ass. But like, you know, they can really turn into something crazy. And it's, it goes there. So let me preface that, it by saying that this is simply my opinion. It does not, it's not fact, it's not gospel. And I'm all up for a smooth, casual debate about this. Um, R&B is missing to me. And it's not, I'm not saying that I can fix it, but I'm saying that to me, R&B is missing. Um, a lot of elements of what made R&B R&B in the first place. Um, because right now we're in an easily accessible music industry. R&B, there's just so many artists, you know, there's just so much going on. And, you know, there's so many different things that come into play with social media. Some people just think someone's attractive or they just like their vibe. You know, a vibe is kind of an intangible je ne sais quoi that makes people want to listen to you, regardless of how talented you are, how skilled you are, if the music's even good. But what we're missing is we're missing bridges, we're missing vocal climaxes, we're missing R&B boy bands and girl groups, we're missing, to be honest, choreography, we're missing visuals that kind of emphasize like talent, we're missing love songs, like we're missing hooks. It's really all the same template right now. And so while that's fine, I'm all about that the music that's out right now, clearly. Otherwise, I wouldn't be making a playlist, you know, about it. Yeah. I think that we just need to become a little bit more open-minded to different sounds in R&B. Um, I think that not everyone gets the same chances in this in the R&B music scape right now. I think that, honestly, the more talented you are, in a way, sometimes the less people are going to check you out because they consider it over-singing now to actually be able to sing. And unless you're Jasmine Sullivan or Brandy or someone that's earned their stripes, you know what I'm saying? But like people coming out now, people don't want you to sing too, too much. They don't want the songs to be too long. They don't want songs to, you know, there's just, there's just a, 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 an excessive amount of judgment and preconceptions going into even listening to music. And so if it's not something you could throw on while you're taking a shower or while you're smoking a blunt, people don't really want to check it out. And I think we need to have more of an openness to varying sounds. I mean, PJ Morton dropped an album. Why is that not making as much noise as, you know, Giveon? Well, Giveon's making music that's a little bit more subdued, a little bit more, I can play this in the background and not actually listen to it. PJ Morton makes music that you have to really sit and give your attention to. Yeah. So um, that's just my personal opinion. I just want to see, you know, I want to, Give, like, and that's why I do. I do. I give everyone a fighting chance. I want people to hear that there's more than just the same five artists in R&B right now. Um, and, and, and to kind of sidebar a little bit, sorry, I'm on a coffee buzz now. You know, people love to do this. Who's the king of R&B right now? Who's the queen of R&B? There is no king and queen of R&B right now because we're not allowing for people to be heard in a way that establishes a, a given king or queen. Everyone's just kind of like fighting 
for like the same four or five spots. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're not Lucky Day, if you're not Gibeon or Daniel Caesar or Brent Fias, then like no one's like talking about you. But the fact of the matter is we have, you know, a Sago and we have Tone Stick and we have Aaron Ray and we have BJ Morton and we have, you know, like there's just so many different people that, that, yeah. that deserve, that deserve, yeah. you know, the same fighting chance. And on top of that, and this is where I'm going to say something that I think is a little bit more, um, eh, I don't know. I think that the, the, the current tastemakers and people pushing R&B music are people that are not musical. The uh, journalists, the playlisters, the mediums, like the social mediums are a bunch of people that are fueled by their own specific biases about what they want to see and hear, who they're attracted to, um, who they think is going to give them a little bit of clout by, you know, placing. And they're controlling the narrative for R&B. And we're looking up to those people. And we're, as artists, having to send them our press releases hoping for a crumb. But the fact of the matter is they're, they're not they're not the people that should be controlling the narrative. They're not the people that should be pushing the narrative because they don't understand R&B in the first place. Besides, I used to listen to it growing up. They never studied music. They never, they don't, they can't read music. They never took a songwriting class. They can't produce a song. They can't perform on stage. They can't do any of these things. So how come they're the ones that are pushing who we get to listen to, who we should be listening to, who should be up and coming? You know what I'm saying? Know, we need to yeah. take back control as artists over the sound of R&B and we need to create and we need to allow for R&B to flourish in all forms and aspects instead of this monotonous homogenous thing that everyone's trying to push that's not even a musician in the first place and that's all I gotta say <laughs> y'all just got a word okay y'all just got and that sounds word. bitter that might sound oh. bitter but no. and maybe it is like a little bit because I do feel like I'm sucking up to people in that sh that I shouldn't have to suck up to. I've proven that I can sing. I'm proven that I can dance. I've proven that I can write. I've proven that I can produce. I've proven that I can roll out a song on my own. The only thing that's hindering me at this point is industry clout, which is the most bullshitty ass part of the whole thing. <laughs> the industry, and right? Like I, <laughs> I um. I remember there was a part of me, I remember I wanted to, my overall, like, my end goal was to be, I wanted to be an A&R for a, a label. Mm -hmm. um, I was going to go to school. I was going to go to Full Sail. I was, I still might actually do that, but just not right now. Mm -hmm. um, I always wanted to be an A&R. And then as I started listening, you know, like, there's music, you know, as I got older and listening to artists that were releasing music, I'm like, and then you listen to, they release a single and then you mm -hmm. to the album and you hear songs that should have been a single. You're like, yeah, oh, that the lead. And so that used to like, Oof. you know, I'm sure as you, you know, you as an artist or a song, you know, like you have them itches that you listen, you're like, oh, I would have did this differently. Or I would have did this differently. Me on that. Oh, album, yeah. Listening like to conceptual, like, conceptualizing how an era would have gone if like you had to control over it. Yeah. Complete control. Like I'll sit there and utilize, I'll do that in my head. And I'm like, what is what is wrong with these people that are that sit there in these chairs and listen to that like it just makes me think back when Beyonce said they listened to Dangerously in Love and didn't hear one hit on that album like 
what you know like it makes me think of stuff like that i don't know but i mean i think uh just to kind of add to that there um we're all familiar i'm a, I'm a mariah carey fan everyone knows this that's see me on social media i'm a heavy ass man yes you are yeah. so anyways when Mariah Carey dropped Fantasy, it was like groundbreaking and oh my gosh, she sampled the Tom Tom Club. When she dropped Heartbreaker, which samples Stacey Lattisaw's Attack of the Name game, she got panned because white critics thought she was sampling Tom Tom Club again. They didn't recognize the difference between Genius of Love by Tom Tom Club and Attack of the Name game by Stacey Lattisaw. And they said that it was lazy of Mariah to sample the Tom Tom Club again. Uh, for a, a lead single, but the fact of the matter is, they were the lazy ones because they didn't even do their research oh, yeah. on the sample in the first place. So Fair I'm just one. saying that. I mean, I think that's kind of you know, if that's a reflection of the people that control the narrative, that's always been that thing where people that don't understand things in the first place shouldn't be the ones having the 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 mouthpiece or the microphone. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. No, I know exactly what you're saying. Yes. Okay. Okay. I had to. I wanted to pick your brain. Well, I'm gonna pick your brain, your brain again with this game in a second. But we're going. Yes. To, we're going to get back to your single. <laughs> I keep forgetting I'm promoting this thing. <laughs> Listen, I know. I, did, I, well, I told you I wanted to talk all about like just everything. Because oh man, and I'm sorry if I'm like uh, going off on like tangents. Please reel me back in if you need you're to. Not. You're fine. Listen, no, you're absolutely fine. Talk your shit. That's <laughs> what I say. I always tell tell artists my friends yeah, come on Ryan out loud it's I said I created it as a safe space for black queer creatives to come on and just talk because you guys as independent artists um wait I'm, I'm queer no I'm just kidding I'm playing <laughs> I'm with that gay shit bro <laughs> just playing I'm just I needed playing. that laugh that was like <laughs> no you know you're like hold on um where was I at? Look, you caught me. You got me off. No, uh, um, you guys as independent artists, like in any way or form that I, I don't have the biggest following, but in any way or form, I can be a, a, a resource or an outlet for you to, for those to come, you guys to come and just talk and just, you know, your frustrations, the bullshit, which I mean, sometimes have to be censored probably because, you know, you're like, well, shit, I still want to or to people to listen to my shit, right? I don't know. How well, yeah, I would. I don't like to. Um, I don't like to bash specific people. Um, you know Never. what I mean? I because just... I think that you know what I mean. And like you know, every, music's subjective. That's another thing. So you know, people are not going to like something from one artist or not like something from another. There's going to be people that listen to me and think I'm trash, and that's absolutely going to happen. And that's yeah. nothing you can control. It is what it is. But I, if I think there's a when I'm talking about a problem in the industry, I do like to speak more generally because it is a general thing. It's not a one person is at fault type of thing. And, you know, I think it gets kind of nasty when yeah. you try to target one or two people. <laughs> Understood. Understood. So to you is, and I'm going to, I'm trying to get some uh, Ryan Out Loud exclusives here. Okay. Um, this is obviously, this is the lead, right? This is the first thing yes. for your this new project. Lead. Do you have a title? I have a title. It's not announced yet. Okay. No Ryan Out Loud exclusive one. No. <laughs> I wish I know. No, I'm playing. So I can tell you. I'll tell you afterwards, though. Oh, okay. And I'll hear <laughs> And then my, listen, lips are sealed. Yes. So this will be your first full release since 2018, correct? Yes. Okay. So we can expect that. Is this a summer album? Um, it's an EP. 
I'll tell EP. you that much. Okay. But Correct. it's not like it's it's a little. It, I'm trying to make it more of an LP length EP. How many songs? So like, um, I have to count. Hold on a second. Um, I think around seven. Okay. Seven. Songs. Yeah. Does I it think. change constantly? How many have you recorded for this project? Oh, I'm still in the recording stage. So I've, okay. like, I've recorded a few different ones, but um, okay, so it's not fine. Uh, there's a couple that still need I need to start recording, but I've written and I have the productions and licensed and all that stuff. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good to know. Okay. Good to know. <laughs> I, I, I was I'm prying here, you know, asking. I'm no, no, no. Keep asking. I like get this. my journalist bag, you know. <laughs> and so, will will you release another song before this project fully drops? one of the seven uh i don't think so i want to release the project let this stick because i always say in back backtracking um i miss um traditional rollouts the old yeah. school rollouts like you let me like, too when artists release like you think i think about crazy in love how it just rotated that whole summer of 2003 and we got baby boy with like by the time the VMAs came at the end of the summer. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and then you know yes. that transition. And it's like to like be myself and I, and like yeah, yeah. like yeah. that, you know, like into that winter phase. Cause like always when I hear me myself and I, I think of when it came out, I'm like, oh, that gives me winter. You know, like I don't, you know, yeah. like just the time I, I miss a good rollout too. And uh so I I I just don't want to, and since it's only an EP, I don't want people to hear too much of it and get this idea of what it's going to be. So you get one song, enjoy it, and then surprise, here's a bunch more for you. <laughs> there a video for two of you coming. Um, I recorded a visualizer that's on YouTube now. Okay. So I okay. Um, so if you look at the YouTube it, channel, you can see it now. Thank you. Um will there be a video to two of you? Yes, but after the project comes out. Okay. Fine. That that is an exclusive. <laughs> that is a Ryan out loud exclusive, y'all. I did yeah. get one out of what did I ask? Three or four questions, but I got one, and I'm happy with that. So then, y'all heard it. You you all heard it first. You know, to you, stream it, listen to it, marinate in it, and support him. Buy his buy this song. It's so good. <laughs> I can give you another exclusive if you want. I mean. That's kind of all the questions I got. Which what's an exclusive you want to say on your own? Um, one of the songs on my EP feature Seven Deep. And you did tell me how did I forget that? Because mm-hmm. you so yeah. when you sent it to well, can I say that? Can I? Yeah. You sent me the little clue, and I was like, "Was this for the first single?" That's what I, my brain was like. Oh yeah, yeah. Like the first thing. How did I ask if there is any features? Because there's a, a lot of, <laughs> in my mind. I love like I. I'm like, oh, would you, who, so seven deep. I can't wait to hear that. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm like really wanting to like make that song magical. So I'm, when, once I get like it back, um, once it, once his end is done, I'm going to go back and I'm going to really like get this song every motherfucking thing. Cause I want it to be, I have so many high hopes for this song, for this song. I'm excited to hear. I, okay. <laughs> Cause he just, he has a what's the word? I don't even know the word. He has that the it factor. It he does like from just watching him, the way he like just dances and you're listening to his voice. It mm-hmm. I can't wait. And you know, for me, um, I like. I mean, I'd like to think I have a little bit of an edge, but I think unfortunately I have more of like that 
boy next door thing going on like no matter what i do i could literally be like fuck 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 on a track and people be like oh my god that's so cute and so when i need when i have something like this song that i wanted uh seven on it's like seven will bring that that thing that i just naturally don't never really give off but together oh it's going to give all of that you know what i'm saying so um yeah i'm really excited about that and on and to go back to to you to you is not done i have more things lined up for this song so even aside from just like a video i'm going to be doing a lot more um to keep this song going i want to do a live performance of this um that'll go up on my youtube um i'm going to keep promoting it um and i might even remix the song so have a feature now these are exclusives. Okay. Right. Yeah, they are exclusive. <laughs> I was like, wait, I asked all the questions. And I'm like, how did I forget to ask if there's any features? Okay, Ryan, um, <laughs> Ryan, you one point for you know trying on your in your journaling bag here. No, 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 no. It's fine. <laughs> First of all, I you have a a forever supporter here. Oh man, seriously, so, thank you. Like your spirit, <laughs> love, all of that you just show on the timeline. I get a laugh. I learn something I've never, you know, I'm like, oh, I learned even from your TikToks. Like you, you know, like I like how do you did like a fun fact or you did something and I'm was like, it the one when Candy got hit by the car? Yes. And I was like, <laughs> what? And then I went back and well, you showed the clip and I'm like, that is crazy you know like i just little things i never would have you know so oh yeah i'm like a walking like music r&b music like encyclopedia my dad taught me so much i love to just look up things and watch documentaries and the more you know is a real like the more you know the better you become like never stop learning and being open to like just learning and like growing like that's really what makes this career so you know beautiful you know I, I thought I had like learned all of the like late 90s R&B that I could and I discovered Shanice's album that dropped in 1999 recently and I'm like obsessed with it I'm like see like these are like the things that like you just got to look and keep like learning and discovering because music is so expansive and once in you, you can find so much inspiration I mean seriously just always keep learning I love that thank you <laughs> no I love that because sometimes I learn something new every day and that's why I was like I love when you guys like i see different artists if like we'll you know do a thread on just like well this was supposed to be like this or you know okay so i have i'm testing out okay so i'm testing out a game um ran out loud. this is the beta the beta version yes <laughs> and i'm like so i have you on the timeline i've even indulged a couple times and i got dragged for it but i muted the tweet because i just wanted to shake oh, it lord a um <laughs> And, and I'm saying this disclaimer, you know, we see a lot of different takes on the timeline of like this or that or who, you know, or, you know, this artist versus that artist. Oh, yeah. So this is that. Same thing, but this is just lighthearted, just fun opinion, you know, like it yeah. has a preference. 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 Thanks. Okay. Thank gotcha. You. Thank you. So I'm calling <laughs> it the, the, the temporary title is this or that. It might change okay. so i have a couple i have let's see how many that's it one two three four five six seven and then i have two bonuses um one two three four five of them are singer or music takes and it's the that's fine yeah. two are like acting which you know so <laughs> start off with one i'm just going to give you a name this or that 
who or who that's why i'm trying to figure out the title because i'm like they are people so this or that anyways so jojo or tori kelly jojo i'm just a major jojo stan um i mean my sister had her first album and we would play video games and i would choose the game and she would choose the album and she would pick that album so 2004 i'm a i'm a diehard for jojo but i love tori as well i, I love them both and that's what i'm like this yeah. is you know, <laughs> a preference you know everybody has a preference i'm going back in the 90s with this one late 90s joe or case joe i was just listening to uh the my name is joe album like three days ago <laughs> okay all right i like yes yeah. no i i like you know how you think of songs uh that you like listen to and i think joe's um what's this Oh my god, my brain just. just I want to know. I, that's a yes, that's a classic. The one with all the things your man won't do. Oh yeah, yeah I yeah. think that is aside from uh my top two favorite '90s R&B songs, Tevin Campbell. I want to be mm. Tevin Campbell. Can we talk? And uh, Brandy's "I Want to Be Down." Um, mm-hmm. That's number three as like on a, a rotation for me. Like mm-hmm. that's literally the three songs that starts my. Well, yeah. And also Joe is is very, very much underrated as a singer. Um, Case is great. I mean, Missing You is one of my favorite songs from that era um, by Case, but Joe's voice is very slept on. And he did, he has a lot of hits um, yes. throughout the nineties and early two thousands that, I mean, like if you like actually go back and listen, it's like, wait, he had bops. So like put some respect on Joe's name. Really? <laughs> So then this one, okay. So this one, Tamar Braxton or K. Michelle? Tamar Braxton, for sure. Um, I like Tamar's um, vocal production more than K. Michelle. K. Michelle can sing, but I feel like they overproduce her a little bit. And so her voice kind of loses that magical thing when she's actually studio recording. Um, Tamar just, you know, I think Tamar keeps it a little bit more natural. And I think that it works for her. I agree. I agree. So this is the act. This is when we step into the acting bag, right? Let's go. So Lindsay Lohan or Hillary Duff? Oh my God. Oh, see. And then, if we're talking about oh, I think you kind of put both actually, like acting. I love I, I love them both. Um, I'll say this. Music, Hillary, acting, Lindsay. Okay. Because you can't put the boat, you can, yeah. Hillary, Hillary's, Hillary got some music, okay? She got she some does. bops, some knocks. Like, till like my late, early 20s, and I could appreciate it. I'm like, okay, Hillary, you know, okay. So yesterday, mm, okay. Describe my music. <laughs> it's curtains. It's curtains for the girls. <laughs> Literally. So this one is a classic 2000 battle that was just, mm-hmm. like, you know people still talk about sometimes but so Britney Spears or Christina Aguilera team Britney always my sister is team Christina but both get played in this household yeah I was so for me growing in my like when I was when they were out it was always Christina a she's from Pittsburgh that's what was like oh you know Christina Aguilera is from Pittsburgh oh yeah yes she is I didn't even know this. Yeah, she is. Um, actually, a side story. My friend in, that I grew up with in school, I, we were my elementary friend, his cousin dated her sister, which was like, oh, my God. Anyway, that was fun. <laughs> no, that's so, cool. Fun fact. Um, but as I've gotten older, I'm like, okay, you know, like revisit mm-hmm. what Britney Spears was going through and to see her freedom. And actually, 
recently that's when I went down her um in deep into her catalog and I'm like okay Britney so it's a- Britney to me growing up um I think Britney to me was like my first experience with the idea that um you can still make music that's emotional and that is moving you know without being like the best like singer quote unquote um in the world like I always felt like Britney had like heart in her music um and I think that like if you listen to songs like Lucky or From the Bottom of My Broken Heart or Don't Let Me Be the Last to Know which was written by Shania Twain um there's like there's there's a lot of heart in her in her music and you can feel those feelings and um you know I think that that's cool like um you know you don't have to be Tevin Campbell to still bring feeling to music and I think that that helped someone like me I love that I love that take yeah okay so moving on to the this is another this is an acting bag question this is back okay bag so oh god Raven Simone or Kyla Pratt oh see you rude for this one oh this is rude that's rude 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 oh as in like okay this is not okay <laughs> did i, I want the taylor gray for a second what <laughs> i mean raven has like so many contributions and i think that raven has a lot more more of an undeniable legacy just by the way things like happened but kyla pratt deserves a lot more and so in 2022 i actually want to see more of both of them doing their thing so um we don't compare black women over here um you're absolutely right (laughs) let me just let me go for that one let me go for that uh we love we stand both in this household but growing up growing up I was a raven I I had a crush on raven Simone growing up I mean who didn't right oh yeah literally like that was like my when I started watching that so raven and then I always watched her growing up but when that so raven came it was like different and that's when I started to see, I was like, I have similarities. That's when I started seeing, mm-hmm. like, I always, so this is how I describe my personality. And this is developed after I rewatched both these shows as an adult. Mm-hmm. I always say awkward like Issa, but with Raven Baxter energy. That's just how, that is how mm-hmm. I rap. That's how I describe Ryan Lewis to a T. That's just me. And I'm like, it fits. Oh, and I want to say as well. That's actually cool, by the way. I like that. I'm going to remember that. Awkward like Issa with Raven Simone. Raven Baxter energy? Or Raven, yeah, Simone? Raven Baxter energy. Raven Baxter. Love it. Um, Kyla Pratt was hands down, I think, the most pleasant guest surprise on Insecure. The whole series. The entire. It was so like, I don't, yeah, no. It I don't think I, heart. like, I think, I feel like Kyla Pratt was probably the fan fave guest surprise on that. Surprise guest on that show. I actually have to agree because when I saw her, I was like, actually, I was like, I want more. I was like, can she just pop up randomly, you know, the rest of the season? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And you had a lot of motherfuckers on that show, but Kyla yeah. Pratt, seeing her, it was just like, oh my God, like give her a show, please. Literally, <laughs> I thought about that. That's what, when I wrote Raven and Kyla's name and I'm like, I'm not writing this as like, you know, like I said, this is poking fun at the, you know, how they have them takes on Twitter all the time. Um, it's more of like, I love the fact that they're still thriving in 2022 and with Raven being on, you know, with Raven's home being back and um, mm-hmm. Penny, Kyla, Pack, Kyla Pratt, Louder and prouder. you know, yes. like it's to see them in their thirties 
and still relevant and still thriving is just a beautiful it is a beautiful mm-hmm. so shout out to absolutely Blake raven who i want on right out loud very soon i want raven i said this recently i would love to see raven simone um as a, a guest on abbott elementary oh, that like like maybe like a rival school's like teacher or something or just like something like that. I could really see it. Like she is, Kim, her timing is just, that would be, yeah, that would be dope. We're gonna put yeah. that close. You, you have to put that on the timeline. You, you know, I'd be, you know, I'd be doing my little uh, fake casting tweets that be going by. And I was like, the cheetah girl, well, that was hilarious. We're gonna, we gonna talk about this. It's <laughs> oh crazy. Crazy. I love it. So this is the last one. This is the music okay. take. And, and I got dragged for it. I muted this is the one the tweet that I muted and I'm just bringing this back up for fun because and I'm gonna say the names but let I'll explain why because I saw I was going off of another tweet so Adele or Jasmine Sullivan (laughs) and I'm laughing because I know exactly why you got dragged for that so this is I so hold on this I saw a tweet that said um, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to remember the tweet and i was basically tweeting what they like just like iterate you know reiterating and i'm trying to, i don't verbatim i don't quote me but they were like they said something about um jasmine sullivan couldn't sing rolling in the deep or something to that effect um and but but jasmine but adele could sing i can't remember what jasmine sullivan's song it was and I was like, what? I'm trying to see, I'm, I'm mad I even stunk because I am I put it so far down my, I bookmarked it. I should go back and visit it, but I left it alone, but I went and then I was like, but Jasmine Sullivan could sing Rolling in the Deep, but could Adele sing, I forget, I don't even, I can't even remember the song I put. Um, was Pick up your well, pen. That's what I, so that's what I said. Look, I'm stumbling. Uh... I think that Adele and Jasmine, I, I really wish that this comparison would just like not exist anymore because they're nothing alike. That's the only thing that makes them like similar is the fact that they're like thicker women that have big voices. And I think that that's like kind of like the most shallow, the shallowest reason to compare people. But both get plays in this household. I love Adele. Love both, I, love, yeah. I love Jasmine Sullivan. So I think for me, I wouldn't, I would pick Jasmine Sullivan just off the strength of I'm, I'm, I'm an R&B head. First and foremost, Jasmine has all of the qualities that I said is missing in R&B. And I think that she is one of the few that is able to thrive in her truth and in her, her artistry without having to water it down. I think she's one of very, very few. Um, and so I'm going to pick Jasmine all day, every day. However, I love Adele. Um, I think that Adele ha- has that whole like, adult contemporary game on lock and i think that it's kind of corny to try to disrespect adele yeah. by comparing her to black women that clearly can sing better than her when adele is very capable in her own right in her own right and that's what i was like a lot of my timeline when i'm my a lot of my tweets are usually like you know nine times out of ten i'm like joking or something but Oh yeah God. no i mean i left because i was like oh lord i know exactly what you got to and i was like and i'm like well people didn't understand that and then you got to go back and explain it but i was like i'm not explaining. well you know twitter is twitter looks for the worst in you like before they look for the best of you like twitter will never look twitter will always find a way to spin your words twist your intentions into the evilest nastiest thing so 
Um, you just kind of got to like, and I'm like, I like to have, have fun. With it. Like, my, yeah. You know, and I'm like, I always, you know, just like a, I never get a tweet. I tweeted. I was literally like, I have an old, old school uh, playlist because my mom put me like, she literally used to have me in my bag at like five. And so you're talking about like Phyllis Hyman old or like so, Ella Fitzgerald old? Not that old. I would say, let me go back into like early eight, like 80s, maybe. Mm. 80s, late like 90s. Stephanie was, Mills. Yeah. So I'm like, an, I'm, I'm 89. I was born in 89. So when I was growing up, I was like in that weird phase when like listening to, uh, Anita Baker and you know all that but everything so what I'm saying is I was tweeting I was like wow it's crazy that we live in a world now where Michael Jackson Whitney um Prince Mm -hmm. uh, Luther and there was somebody else on that list because there's a lot of legends that have gone on and I was like Janet no just the people no people that passed away oh sorry the people that passed Oof. away, I was like, that we live in a world where they don't exist. Like art, like they are, they were so great. That oh they yeah, like Aretha and all them. Yeah, yeah, and Aretha was on, and I had like some people, and it wasn't even anything. They were like, they're acting. Somebody tweeted, were like, oh my god, you act like we don't have Beyonce. Mind you, I am a Beyonce stan. I get that, but let me. I'm having this moment. I'm talking about then, you know, like I'm just. You know how Twitter does, but that's just yeah. A- Twitter does this like oh my gosh, like my my least favorite is when um or I guess sarcastically my favorite is uh when you like just make a list of something you're like oh I love these four women they're like don't forget so and so what about so and so and it's like why do you think that because someone wasn't included and first of all you can only have four pictures on Instagram I mean on Twitter yes so why do you think that just because they're not listed that like I don't like them or that they don't deserve flowers I mean that's like really that's a dangerous that's a dangerous way of approaching everything you hear and see (laughs) that was another tweet uh, another tweet I was like there are singers and then there's there's Mariah Carey oh my god my timeline like literally they're like well you're forgetting about that that and I'm like Okay, but we're talking about Mariah. So what else? Literally, like what else you got going? No, who else? <laughs> who else? You that category. So just mind your business. Okay, these are the bonus rounds, right? Yeah, I love. I see. I like this game. <laughs> bonus round. I'm see. Look, I gotta perfect it a little bit more. I'll be asking you more. What you you give me input, Taylor? You're the professional here. You give me the input of what I should do with this game because I kind of like it myself. Okay, so this is between albums. Well, EP. Oh, okay. Album to EP. Jojo's good to know or trying not to think about it. I'm giving you both this Jojo. Very, very violent. Um <laughs> oh my gosh. You see, I love them both for different reasons. Same. And that's um, and that's why, like, I so for me, and you know, people have like I said, I, I think if I had to go off the strength of just like as a body of work, I'm gonna go with trying not to think about it. But good to know I had so much excitement for because it had been so long. Oh, yeah. Good to know. And then also the deluxe. She, she, the deluxe really, really, really like elevated the project even more because like more in, in your room and, you know, all those other ones. Uh, Kiss. Oh my gosh. I listened to Kiss on a daily. X, one thing wrong. You don't, that like, Ugh. that should have been see, my song. <laughs> see, now I'm going to listen to Good to Know Deluxe. Joanna, like, I love her so much, man. Like, I want to work with her so bad. We were, man, we're going to put that. I'm, she, she asked me about Ryan out last. She was like, what's the name of your podcast? And I was like, <gasps> oh yeah. Girl, she's welcome. I, you know, Ryan, she is welcome on Ryan out loud. You know, just throwing yeah. that out there. Any of her people listening to this interview, this the Taylor Gray interview, just know that. Um, <laughs> Love her. 
yeah, she's the, she's amazing. I can't wait to see what she does next. And we're going to manifest that you get to work with her. That would be beautiful. Amen. The last question. Wait for it or to you. <laughs> to you. Period. <laughs> <laughs> wait for it was actually released like two years after it had been in the vault. I like was not going to do anything with it. I didn't think it was really doing it. I didn't really like it. Um, and so I put like a, a clip on Twitter and it got like a hundred retweets to like release it. I was like, okay, so that's the only thing that really pulled it out of its, um, out of the trash can. <laughs> so, you said that was easy. <laughs> and also I thought it was a good way to just put something out there while I was getting to work here in California. And I, I was like, the title is literally called wait for it. I am blown away <laughs> to realize that you've only been out there for a, you said a little over a year. Or uh, it'll be t- it'll be two years in July, so like a year and ten months now. Wow, I feel like you just it just you know been out there, but the more you know, <laughs> you get to know people actually beyond the timeline, and as you get to you know know learn something. Yeah. <laughs> so Taylor, I end Ryan out loud always with this question because this is how I started. This was the very first episode of my podcast, mm-hmm. and what advice would you give to your younger self? what advice I would give to my younger self is to love your, love myself more, to be kind to myself, um, to have faith that all of the things that I'm insecure about will be my biggest strengths as I become older. And that honestly, just the future is more beautiful than the present. Yeah. I love hearing different answers from I, from different people, from different guests. So thank you, Taylor. Thank you for your time. <laughs> thank you for, this has been a work in pro. This has been in the happening in the making for a while. <laughs> um, I had ideas previously about like doing an end of the year music recap episode. Ooh. Which, I mean, I, you know, we're what, it's May. When people, when they hear this, yeah, it'll, it's May. And we're halfway almost to that midpoint of the year. We have a lot of dope releases that have came. And then we have mm-hmm. the to be announced and to, you know, artists that are coming at the later half of the year. Right now, who are you looking forward to? Look, one more at one more a bonus question. Who are you? What new releases are you looking forward to? What new releases am I looking forward to? Hmm. Let me actually give me like five seconds to just look because I have things. Um, Kendrick's album. Oh, but that's a that's a given. So let me give you another one. Raven Linnae's album. Okay. Hypnos dropping May 20, 20th. If you have not listened to the three songs that have came from that already, um, Skin Tight featuring Steve Lacey, uh, Light Me Up, and MIA. They're amazing records. I really think Raven Linnae is somebody to watch okay. this year. Okay. All right. But we'll have to. So that we'll just we're putting this in the atmosphere. You'll be we the project, your project will be out. And we will have you back to wrap it up. That oh, yes. Year. So you might actually, maybe we'll do three. This might be a three-parter. Talk when the project comes out. So we can talk about <laughs> songs. And oh, every song. I'm going to tell you. I'll text you after this. I'm going to tell you. Uh, I'm going to give you the skinny on what the plan is for me. So Okay. okay. <laughs> Please keep me posted so I can shoot my shot again. Part two. <laughs> Period. You're going to be booked and busy. Taylor, thank you. Us. I love you for uh, I love this. you too. Thank you for taking the time out of your Sunday, your beautiful Sunday. He is in LA. And <laughs> I'm looking at him. He got his shades on. His skin is glistening. 
all of that. You're drinking this coffee, you know, and I'm over here in a hoodie in Pittsburgh and it's raining. Coffee in the morning. Yes. You know, so thank you. Thank you for taking the time. Oh, man, thank you for having me. Um, I really appreciate you because like as an artist out here independently, I mean, the promo slots are few, far between. There's only so many ways to really reach out to people. And I just appreciate you for giving me a platform to, you know, speak and to just talk with you. Um, I'm really thankful for you. I And I love the podcast. So thank you so much thank for having you. me. Thank you. Oh, that means a lot. Coming from you, <laughs> that really means a lot. Thank you. All right, Ryan, all our listeners, Taylor, tell them where they can find you on social media. Yes, you can find me on social media on Instagram at official Taylor Gray. That's Gray with an A on Twitter at Tay Gray official. And once you find me on those things, you can find me on everything else because I have a link in my bio with links to everything, including my music. Yes, yes. Support him. Buy his music, stream it. Support me, bitch. <laughs> and that's how we're gonna end it, y'all. <laughs> that is how that's a perfect ending. Ryan out, loud, Ryan out loud listeners, y'all be safe. I love y'all. Remember, black lives matter, black queer lives matter, black trans lives matter. That that is how I end this show. I love y'all. <laughs>